Hello, everybody. It is October 5th, 2017, and you are listening to the Talking Games Podcast. I am Bobby Shortle, and I'm here with Justin Townsend. What's up, Dad? Kelsey Lavati. Hello. And Sam Suvak. Hello. Well, hello. So, how is everyone doing? Well, first, Justin? I'm I'm a little I'm confused. Like, Kelsey, I don't I don't understand who two, these two guys are. Like, I... I don't know. I don't remember ever seeing them before in my life. This is weird. Me neither. I'm sorry. Did you <laughs> miss? So different. Did you miss the giant Justin statue when you were walking into Talking Games headquarters? Because I made sure to erect one right outside so everyone would know. Mm-hmm. That, Talking that, Games Hall of Justice. That was the, the first thing we tore down. So. God damn. Oh, oh, okay. I see. I see. I see. Yeah, we're just subbing in. You know, Hugh asked us to sub in today. Yeah, I know. Uh, you guys were short a couple people, so. You know, we don't yeah. really, we've never really done this before, so we're hoping that... we got the B things... team here this time, you guys. Yeah, it's definitely the B team um, going <laughs> this time around. Uh, yeah, so it's, uh, it's been some stuff happening. There's been things going on. I mean, Kelsey, I saw you went to, a, I think, another wedding, which I don't know how a person can go to so, uh, as had, many weddings. I still, I still have two more. <laughs> I really, like, I'm fed up of love. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> Wow. Uh, yeah. Um, you, I consistently think, oh, is Kelsey posting other pictures from the other wedding she went to? But nope, it's just another wedding. <laughs> <laughs> you could tell by the amount of fucking dresses I had to buy. <laughs> um, how, many, think, how many weddings, Kelsey, have you been to? In total, I had 10 weddings this year. Holy so I still have two crap. Mm, that's a lot. No, I, no, I know. No one deserves. I I don't deserve this. I'm fed up of love. <laughs> you have friends too many mine, friends. Yeah, friend, yeah, friends of mine went to 18 kid parties this summer. That's a lot. Oh god, 18. Oh my, that's the next step. That's the next step for me. Yes, I'm not ready. <laughs> <laughs> um, you went to more weddings this year. No, just a few less weddings than I went to this year. And I work at weddings for a living, so. <laughs> It's a damn lot of weddings. All of my friends were very considerate about how far apart they got married. There was like at least a, there, I never had a, a pair of friends get married in the same year. So none of my friends uh, will ever no get one, married. So I don't have to worry about this. <laughs> well, yeah. No one got engaged this year. So I'm like really happy. I feel like my next year is open, completely open. Kelsey's about to get engaged to hockey. No. Oh, okay. I was like, what? Yeah, hockey season starts. I'm very excited. This is new. This is Justin's new thing. A really uncomfortable conversations brought up randomly on podcasts. <laughs> Just wait. We're only like three minutes in. Yeah, I know. Um, Sam, how are you? I'm pretty good. I don't. I don't have anything exciting. I don't interact with other people, so I'm good. Okay, that's good. Yeah, that's probably a smart way to have a good day. It's, it's not interact with anyone else. Really, it is. It's the best. It does assure you, especially nowadays, it assures you that you'll probably have a decent day. Yeah. Um, include not looking on your phone or going on Twitter and you'll probably make it the best day of your life at this point. <laughs> yeah. Um, Justin. Hi. How are you? I've had a whirlwind couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, you got some really good news. Yes. I got some really bad news. Yeah, that's true. Um, we had some, we had, unfortunately, I lost my grandmother, um, which in a way it sounds horrible, but it was kind of like a blessing. Uh, she's deaf. She was, oh man, she was just, four days shy of her 66th anniversary uh, with my granddad. Uh, But she was, she was, uh, she was deaf and she was going blind. And so it's like, 
that's not something you want. Mm -hmm. And she didn't remember who any of us were in the end, or most of us anyway. Um, so like in a way, it was it was a blessing that it happened. Um, and then other than that, I've I've had some things going on um, with Finn. Um, Finn has some. Um, some issues going on, nothing medically, um, they think he might be on the spectrum, uh, but we're gonna, we have a, like a, an appointment to find out, um, from a psychologist if that's true or not, uh, so Angie and I have been just a, like, kind of stressed out about that, and, uh, I haven't really been in the mood to podcast, honestly, mm -hmm. uh, just cause there's a lot of, like, a lot of heavy stuff going on at my house right now, so I took a couple of weeks off, um, but I'm back now, Yeah. uh, and... Ready to talk about your child. Yes, I had a child. <laughs> I was bearing the lead on, on that one a, a, a little bit. Uh, yeah, so, um, I mean, people who listen to the show know that we've been expecting um, in February. Uh, and the baby was due on October 6th, which is Friday. <laughs> Two days from now. But um, my wife had some complications during the, the pregnancy. And they suggested we do a C-section at 37 weeks. And they told us this. We went on an appointment on Friday, which was the the first day of her 36th week. Um, and we knew that we were going to probably find out, like, if we were getting a C-section or not at that point. And the doctor is like, okay, yeah, we look at it. Um, uh, you know, we haven't gotten the the information from your last sonogram, which we've done that morning. So we're probably going to have to have you come back in on, like, Monday um, after we've looked at it and tell you what's going on. And, like, Karen and I were like, oh, like, we've been on this kind of limbo for so long. Like we just really wanted to, this was really, they were supposed to find out what was happening. And so the first, the, they were supposed to fax over the, um, you know, send over the results right away. So they'd be there. Cause the appointment's a couple hours later. And we, <laughs> we we're, so we're like, we're like kind of bummed out. And then the doctor walks out and then we're kind of getting ready to leave the room and I can hear him talking on the phone. He's like, Oh no. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. No. Oh, so she is. Okay. And then we were walking in the door and it's right by his office. And he goes, Oh, hold on a second guys. And he, and he puts on the phone. And he goes, okay. He goes, so, um, yeah, you still have the, the complication. Uh, so we're going to do a C-section on the 37th week, which is Friday. So let's do the C-section on Friday. All nonchalantly. <laughs> um, we're like, oh, okay. So like, yeah, so we'll make the appointment. We'll, I'll, I'll make the appointment for you. And then you'll come in on, on Wednesday or Thursday to see that the doctor's going to perform the surgery just to do like a, a last checkup. And then they just kind of like send you out like, sorry, the, 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 but like, okay, you're going to have a baby in a week. And, it, and it's very weird to know like the exact day and time it's going to happen. Yeah. There's no, I mean, it's nice in a way because you can prepare. There's no like rushing out of the house. Like we packed everything we needed. We were, you know, prepared. We had a nice, like the night before we had, like we, we, we went out to the movies that week. We went to dinner that week. Like we just did all the stuff that we knew like was going to be really hard to do for a while after the baby was born. But it was also like knowing when it was going to happen was like this strange ticking clock, you know, over us. And especially tough for my wife because, you know, it's major surgery. So it's, it's nerve wracking on top of it. Um, but we went to the hospital at 6 a.m. On the, on the Friday the 15th. And our baby was born at quarter to nine on, on the 15th. And uh, Desmond Peter Shortle, and he's completely healthy and sleeping and pooping and crying just like a newborn baby is supposed to do uh he's gonna be three weeks on friday now at this point um it's crazy i mean it, it's it's weird because like this giant thing um has happened right my life is completely different um and it's crazy and exciting but when people ask you questions about it 
you're like, every, my every day is exactly the same. <laughs> so there isn't like a, t like it's magical and amazing, but it is feed the baby, change the baby, put the baby down for the nap. Three hours later, you do the same thing. Right. Um, and for us, like every little thing he does is amazing and, and magical. But when you, when you talk to people, that's basically all you can say you're doing because it's all that's happening, you know? Um, but it's crazy. And it's crazy to see just like the little ways he progresses over the, over, over the days and, and weeks since it happened. Like, you know, now he's starting to, you know, really start to focus. Like when he looks uh, at us or at things like, it's not just his eyes aren't just like wildly moving around anymore. Like he'll stop and he'll look at you and like sort of like look you over, which is a crazy feeling going from he barely opened his eyes for the first like week that he was alive. And now he's just everywhere and, and alert. Um, but, you know, it, it, the I, I think what people don't tell you about the, the process and you, Justin, you know, this way more than I do, is that like it's never as smooth as people make it out to be you know it's like like even the little things like we were everything was fine and then the day before we're leaving the hospital they go oh um he looks pretty jaundice um it's normal for babies but uh we might have to keep him another day and leave him under these like photo lights for a day so yeah okay and then they just walk out of the room when the last two days were in the hospital they said nothing yeah you know so it's like it just like hits you like a ton of bricks and then there's like there's all these worries about like, he's not feeding right away. He's having trouble. He's having trouble latching or he's not even taking the bottle very well. Either one, you know, and it's like, you get really, you get really nervous about like losing weight and, and, and all this, this kind of stuff. Um, and then like, and it's still there now three weeks in, but the first like first week we had him home, like every single thing that he would do, like cough or sneeze or cry a little weird or move a little weird or make a weird face sent us into like a panic spiral of some kind that like something was really wrong with him or, or something like that. Um, but it's, it's, it's difficult. Don't get me wrong. And it's exhausting more than anything else. I mean, not, not getting tonight. Last night, actually, I, because I'm going back to work now, I'm getting Karen is like stopping me from waking up in the middle of the night with the baby. Um, so last night I got pretty much, the first time I've gotten like seven straight hours of sleep in three weeks or whatever at this point. Um, and it's, that was amazing, but it also comes with this weird sense of guilt because I'm like, I slept for seven hours, but Karen slept like on and off two hour increments badly, you know? And, and so I, I feel terrible about it, but it's a big adjustment. Um, but you know, I'm looking forward to the, the ride for sure. Good. Cause it doesn't stop for the next like <laughs> 20 years. I know, I know, I know. Uh, the nice thing is that it changes a lot. So <laughs> it does. Yeah, it does. Uh, there, I mean, I don't, I don't remember if I told you this or not, and we can stop talking about babies in a second because <laughs> we are here to talk about video games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when I had Jora, he ended up in the NICU, mm. um, and he was there the entire time we were in um, the hospital. And for those who don't know, like NICU is like intensive care for babies. Mm. Basically, if there's anything wrong with your baby, they're putting him there. Yeah. So even though Jora's thing wasn't serious at all, they still put him there. So with Finn, we were like, oh, it's going to be great. He's going to be in the room with us and stuff. And so Ange comes out from her C-section, um, which was scheduled. Like, and mm. I was like, I, I understood what you were saying about that. And then he still, she still went into labor six hours before we were supposed to go to the hospital. <laughs> oh, so he's still being a little jerk even then. <laughs> um, but 
after we, she comes back to the recovery room and Finn's with us. And yeah, I could tell like the nurse was a little concerned. Exact same thing with, with Jorah. Like his blood sugar was low. Mm. The doctor comes in and just like, he looks at the chart and goes, I'm taking the baby and literally whisks Finn away from oh us. My God. Puts him into this like container and wheels him away. And like, it was the most unprofessional. Like if mm. we hadn't gone through it with Jorah, we would have been like, Andrew would have been climbing out of, out yeah, of bed, yeah. all sewn up like trying to kill somebody and the nurse is like i'm so sorry nurse just was apologizing over and over i'm so sorry that was so unprofessional and we were like it's fine he'll be fine don't worry about it i'm gonna just call angela like, i'm gonna go to sleep now <laughs> yeah um so yeah i mean that's it and then in between that i have managed to play some video games video games are they're a thing i heard um because having a baby is a lot of work but like i said Except for the hour that I'm feeding and changing him, he's basically always asleep right now. That's that must be nice. <laughs> he's always asleep. Um, so I've had time to play stuff, and uh, I will I will get into what I'm playing in a moment. But I want to say that I did. As a parent, we're supposed to be more fiscally responsible. We're supposed to be saving and be ready for the baby. Um, and before, right when the baby was born. I had downloaded some games and stuff to have in the hospital with in case I had time. And one of the things was the new Metroid game, which we'll talk about. Um, and I was playing a little bit of it on my 3DS, my original OG 3DS. And I could play it for, I, I would say, a half an hour before my hands would be horribly, horribly cramped. Because the system is so small. And at some points in that game, they're like, oh, just press every button on the system before you know in fast succession or hold them for a long period of time so i had like these like carpal tunnel cramp hands and i was like i really love this game but i can't play it for more than like a half an hour at a time because my hands get too cramped um so i decided that i would go and trade in my old 3ds and get the new 2ds xl um because as a responsible parent as a responsible parent who hasn't turned on their 3ds for maybe two years <laughs> until this game came out and probably won't play another game on it before by the time it's the system dies um but i but that's how badly i wanted to play the metroid game and how much i couldn't stand playing it on that little old system uh this so is I, conversations we were having yeah so i bought the because boy when i was like i talked to you about it i talked to hugh about it i talked to my friend brad about it and i was like yeah, it's good, but like, and my friend Brad, who plays a lot of games in the 3DS, like, but your hands are cramping, aren't they? I was like, yes, majorly. So I ended up buying that thing, and it's been a ma- it's been magical because <laughs> I've been able to play it in like it's a very nice device, long bursts. Um, but we'll get into the Metroid part of it in just in just a moment. But let's do let's go some lightning round. Um, Justin, I'm gonna go to you first. Oh, geez, okay. I'm gonna put. Uh, well, Kelsey and Sam have been holding down the. Kelsey's now she's back. Um, Kelsey and, and Sam have been holding down the fort for us. So I know. Let uh, guests go first. I'm not gonna go to no. no yeah, exactly. We're guests. We're, go ge- first. we're guests. Um, so put, <laughs> stop looking at the Mets score on. I'm not. I'm looking for my notes. The playoffs. The Mets are. I'm, I'm the Mets are in the playoffs. That's what I'm talking about. Assholes. Uh, <laughs> you have uh, three minutes on the clock and go. I want to talk about Destiny. Okay. I did the raid. Okay. It's a pain in the ass. That's what I've heard. Uh, but not that bad. I think people seriously are overstating how hard that thing is. Um, people talk about the dog part, um, which I, when we have time, I'll get outside of the three minutes. We're going to talk mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I thought it was really like, I, I thought it was a fun raid, not their best one. It's probably in the middle for me. Um, 301 light 
power or whatever they call it now. Destiny remains a very good video game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't been playing a ton of stuff. Um, I've been messing around with my Switch a lot, as I've been doing for the last couple of months, I'll say. Uh, SteamWorld Dig 2 is really freaking good. It is dig. If you don't know what that is, it is Dig Dug and Metroid mixed. Um, you are a robot that is digging down to find another robot, and you are digging through the earth, and there are certain areas that you can't get to until you buy more items, and you buy items by mining gems and fighting enemies, and it is really freaking good. It's a really good game. Good music, too. Yeah. Uh, I'm also playing Golf Story, which is on the Switch. Um, I don't like golf at all. I, I said this in our Discord chat. Like, I'm not a fan of golf, the sport, or the video game. Uh, but this is something else. It is, um, it's like a... a 16-bit top-down RPG about this dude who's trying to become a professional golfer. And along the way, uh, you solve murders and eventually fight zombies and play golf. I was sold on this by somebody in the Giant Bomb forum who I asked to sell me on the game and said, I just had a side quest where I had to hit a golf ball into a kid's face as hard as possible. <laughs> and the game is like that, and it's really good. Uh, I'm, in, I'm at like two, three hours in. I'm like super enjoying it. Um, I wrote something else down and I'm not looking at the list. You're looking at it. What else did I write down? So you wrote SimWorld Dig 2, Golf Story, and Destiny Raid. All right, good. Then I can talk a little bit about Mario Rabbids, which I am almost at the finish line at. I have all the characters now. I'm at world, I'm in world four, four, six, four, seven. Uh, I think four, nine, I'll face the final boss. Mm. Um, that game is something. It is really good. Uh, it is, Bobby and I have a discussion about like how all of a sudden it takes a ramp off the deep, like into the deep end of difficulty. Yeah. Um, and it requires you to do a lot of mental gymnastics uh, because you constantly forget that there's pipes and the enemies can go through pipes, especially these huge guys that deal about 270 damage to you. And you will lose like, oh, they can move four steps, but like it only takes them one step to get to the pipe that's really close to them and three steps to get into another pipe. And then the boom, they're on top mm-hmm. of you. Uh, so yeah, like some of these encounters I'm having to restart like six, seven times before I find like the right way to do it. Uh, but I'm, I remain enamored with that game. I think it's really good. And if you own a switch, I think it's a must buy. All right. Very good. Justin. I remember how to do this. You do. You had eight seconds left. You you killed that one for sure. All right. Um, Kelsey, I'm going to go to you next. You've got three minutes and go. Okay. So yesterday I started playing uh, Life is Strange Before the Storm episode one. Um, I'm enjoying it. I cried seven times. Uh, it's good. It's a it's a fun game. <laughs> Says things like that. Uh, <laughs> because like if you're paying attention, like you start to pick up on things that Chloe did in the first game that she does in this one. And they're all because of Rachel Amber, and she's such a beautiful soul. And I love her. And I can't wait to play the rest. <laughs> um, and I've also been playing Metroid. Um, completed it. Great game. Uh, I, um, I like it a lot. I think I would probably put it up there with the best games I've played on the 3DS. Um, but I feel you, Bobby. I have an old 3DS too, so it took me a bit of time to finish it. (laughs) (laughs) And other than that, I started playing a Fortnite Battle Royale, like just for half an hour before we came on, uh, the podcast. Sam was playing it too. And no, it was fun. Um, 
I'm liking it strangely more than I thought I would. Uh, I don't normally like to be alone in quiet situations with uh, gut guns. <laughs> um, but it's fun. Uh, I haven't played that that much. I got to like number 19. I would say like that's the best I even thought I would ever do. I thought I would be like 99 that was killed. But uh, no, I'm enjoying it. I'm going to see. I'm going to play more. I was kind of jealous of everyone playing uh, Player Unknown, so I wanted to go with this one. It seemed more friendly, the art. Uh, but that's it. That's all I've been playing so far. Very, very nice. I the the Using the term beautiful soul is is not used enough, Kelsey. That was very good. <laughs> uh, I love this so much. I cried 11,000 times yeah. during it. No, I like, found it to be amazing. Well, she kind of was like, I, I'm liking it, you know. I cried seven times, like, like as if like <laughs> that wasn't enough times to make it something that she loved. <laughs> I only cried seven times in this hour and a half long video game. <laughs> um, I don't remember if I don't think I I finished the first episode. I don't think I've done a show since I finished the first episode of that. I also really enjoyed it. I thought that I thought that it was cool. They did a really good job of taking away the supernatural stuff, but still making the game interesting mm -hmm. to play. Yeah. And like you said, like you, I'm not a, usually a fan of prequels at all. I think that usually they're kind of redundant and give me information I didn't need to know. Prequels are the worst. Right. But because this space is, this focuses so much on not so much like the, the plot points that got these characters to where they were, but like the emotional things that got them to where they were. Uh, seeing how much Chloe is affected by Max not being there completely changes the way you would think about Chloe in the first, in like exactly. the opening scenes of the original game. Yeah. Like if you played Before the Storm first and then you played Life is Strange, you would have a totally different like idea of and feeling about the way Chloe is acting and the way Max is acting. Gotcha. Compared to, and, 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 in that way, I think it succeeds heavily because you you see they do a very good job of exploring the reasons why Chloe is the way she is and not doing it in a simplified, just her father is dead, so she's messed up. Like It's not as simple yeah, as that, exactly. which I'm very happy to see because they could have easily done that. And this is, I mean, don't get me wrong. It, it sucks that like none of the voice actors who were in Life is Strange are in the the prequel because of the the actor strike. Like not having Ashley Birch as Chloe stinks because she's so much that character to me. But the girl who's doing it now is very good. Like she she's not doing a sound alike kind of thing, and, and she definitely works. I think the game still has those like cringy moments to it, just like the first game did, where you're like, really, you're using that language, or you're or or they're doing this. Um, but they hit more than they miss. So I, I think it works cool. for sure. Um, cool. All right. So Sam, okay. um, you've got three minutes and go. Okay. So I had never heard of agents of mayhem, but Gamefly had it. So I decided to rent it. I got it. I start playing. It's 
basically agents of mayhem are i guess the good guys i'm it's debatable i'm not really sure our leader is this femme fatale looking woman she's got the cigarette on the long stick that just looks like you can't trust her Mm -hmm. um and we're battling against these legion guys who are like the nefarious bad guys and just the way it started out i was like okay this seems kind of like a like a ratchet and clank kind of story that kind of sci-fi a little bit um just evil guys but then i got into it and like these these agents of mayhem they started developing certain attitudes and then like the f-bombs started dropping left and right i'm like okay this is not a kid's game at all and uh hugh and cody told me that it's actually developed by the people who did saints row which i love saints row for and i can see it now like yes this is obviously very related um it's so much fun, you guys. These uh, You start with like three agents and then you go through and unlock other ones. And they're kind of like Overwatch characters because everybody has their own personality, their own weapons, their own special abilities. And what's cool is you start a mission and you pick three uh, characters to take with you and you're playing as one and at any time you just hit the d-pad to switch like right then automatically and you can go to another character so it's really fun you you pick what kind of abilities you want somebody's close to dying you switch to somebody else they'll start regenerating in the background and you just go through and these characters are just so much fun today i just unlocked daisy who is this roller derby girl who has a drinking problem her first mission was to try to like remember what she did the night before when she was so drunk and passed out so it's it's a lot of fun um you there's driving and it's like the best driving i've ever had because it's like got these purple arrows on the ground that show you exactly where to go to get to your point because my problem is i always get lost when i'm driving so that's a lot of fun um you've got a triple jump with everybody so you can get up and climb high places and it's just a ton of fun and everybody should check it out okay next um i played this game called butterfly soup which I didn't know about till yesterday. Um, and it is, so it's these um, like ninth graders. They're all different Asian American nationalities and they love baseball and they're just kind of coming together. It's a coming of age story and they're all kind of understanding their sexuality. And these are the best characters ever in the world. Um, so Dia is like the main character and she has like major social anxiety and like, I'm not nearly as bad, but I related to her the most. Um, she's a lot of fun. And her one of her best friends is Akarsha. And she is just like constantly like making jokes and pulling little pranks and making like horrible puns. And I love it so much. Um, and then there's Noelle, who is the really studious, serious. Um, she constantly just like crossing her arms and like being angry about stuff. And like Akarsha's mission in life is just to fuck with Noelle. And it's so much fun just watching the dynamics between them. And then the fourth girl is Min. And she is just an angry ball of fire who is completely devoted to Dia. I know I'm going over. I'm so sorry. But uh, she's like great. And every time like she's on screen and she gets really angry, it starts playing this just weird heavy metal music that's just like rah, rah, rah. Because like she's angry all the time. And it's just so great. I love these characters so much. I love the way they interact. They're they're like best friends and love each other. And then the next minute they're in a fist fight because one of them pissed the other one off. And it is just so much fun. Everyone should go play it. This is like, it's my number two game of the year right now. I love Did you it say more where than we Zelda. can find it? Oh, uh, just Google Butterfly Soup Game. And it's it's a... 
it's a pay what you want game. So, I mean, you can play it for free if you want, but it is fantastic. It's three to four hours and it's just, it's, I love it so much. Cool. I think everyone in the world should play it like right now. Stop, stop listening to the podcast and go play. Hey, 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 hey. don't say crazy stuff, Sam. All right. Don't say crazy <laughs> stuff. Do it. You won't um, regret it. <laughs> uh, how many, how much of Angels of Mayhem have you played? Um, maybe six or seven hours. Oh, okay, cool. So. Yeah. I mean, what I'd heard from people that have played it is that it starts out really strong and then like the activities are sort of, um, repetitive, repetitive so that by the end oh. it sort of wears out its welcome. I don't know how long the game is, so I don't twenty hours probably or something like that. Yeah, I, I think so. Um, yeah. It's it's gonna be like like any of those Saints Row. Well, I only played Saints Row Four, but you know mm-hmm. you have your st- tasks like you have to go like capture the towers or like do certain things around town. Um, right now, I'm still in the point where I'm unlocking all the agents and like gotcha. they each have their own custom story, and that's been. They've all been fantastic. So the first one I unlocked was Rama, and she is an Indian physician who there was a virus going around her country. And so she to deal with it, she just got out her bow and arrow and started fighting Legion to try to uh, help her people. So like, that's cool. There's Braddock, who she she's kind of my favorite. She's this like badass American soldier woman with like a kind of Southern accent. And she's uh, she had trained some people who ended up going over to Legion, so she feels really personally responsible. So she's going to go try to try to get all of them. It's just uh, I don't know. They've all been really intriguing so far, and I'm really excited to keep unlocking these characters and like see their backstories and and what all their abilities are. So very cool, very yeah. very cool. Um, I'll definitely check out this butterfly soup game for sure. Everyone should. For sure. <laughs> yeah, I've been meaning to too. I'm excited. It's so good. Um, all right, cool. So I'm gonna put three minutes on the clock for me and go. So um well that's what I've been playing is stuff that other people have been playing. I mentioned uh behind the two DS XL for Metroid. Um I've been absolutely loving it. I mean, I've been, I was talking to Kelsey today via text message about it. It is probably the first really good Metroid game there's been in ten almost ten years. Whenever, whenever Metroid Prime 3 came out, that was the last time there was a really good Metroid game. 2008, I think that probably was. Um, and uh, it's just, it's fantastic. And, and, and I love it so, so much. It has really great, you know, classic 2D Metroid gameplay. Um, and some really, it's cool because it has like a lot of mini boss fights when you're kind of fighting the these little Metroids. But they evolve and get tougher as it, as it goes along. Um, and a couple of the boss fights have been really intense. I just did one of the near the end boss fights and it was very, very difficult. It took me like 10 or 15 times to, to, to beat it. Um, really, really great. And Samus is just, uh, it's fantastic to see her back in, in such a, in such a great game. Um, I'm looking forward to beating it and, and seeing the endings and, and all that kind of stuff. I think I'm probably within like an hour or so of, of finishing that game. Um, and, uh, it's been great playing on the 3ds and the switch uh games because with the baby i can just either close the thing and put it down or just hit sleep and put it down and i don't have to worry about it you know it's just like i can stop in the middle of things and you know playing games that are conducive to that are are really are really good right now because something like destiny is like exactly the opposite of the thing i can play right now which is like you can never pause it like you are always in the middle of doing something and so it's like um, and it's always like, oh, I just need five more minutes to finish this thing or 10 more minutes to finish this thing. 
that doesn't really work when you have a crying baby. So having games that I can just sort of pause and put down and walk away from have, have been great. So Metroid has been great. I just close the 3DS, put it down, and then just do what I got to do, pick it up, and I'm right where I am. Other thing I've been doing is playing SteamWorld Dig 2, um, which is, I don't want to go over what it was because Justin did, but it, it's extremely relaxing game to play. It's just like the loop, the loop is really nice and like it's fun. And there's some like platform challenges and there's more platforming in this one than there was in, in the first one. Um, but like, it's just got a very relaxing, nice gameplay loop. And you get kind of like in like that, like Zen like state when you're just pickaxing those, those blocks away and, and finding your way down. And I'll, I'll, my gems are full time to go back up to the town and sell them and I'll buy an upgrade. And, oh, now I can, I have this like steam fist that I can use to like knock down blocks a lot faster or I upgraded my pickaxe or upgraded my lantern or upgraded my whatever. Um, it's just got a nice relaxing gameplay loop and you're never more than a couple minutes away from the next activity. It's, it's really, really nice. And another thing I did, I dipped in a little, I played a little bit of the witness on my iPhone. Uh, it came out on iOS, uh, this past week, um, iPad and, and, and iPhone. And, um, it's, I will say that it is kind of fascinating that like this hundred hour long console puzzle game is on my phone. It's incredible. And it looks great. Uh, for the most part, it's fine. The, the, the movement controls because it's like touch to, to move. Um, there's no like, there's no like analog stick or whatever, you know, fake analog stick on the screen or whatever. Uh, most of them I would like that, but the problem with The Witness, if people play The Witness, is that sometimes you can't solve a puzzle unless you're standing in, like, exactly the right place. And sometimes it's hard to find exactly the right place mm. when you're, like, clicking a screen, you know? Mm. Um, Sounds like a problem that game might have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I just ran into it just because I was, I was trying to do some environmental puzzles right where I started. And that was the first place I noticed it because I was like, I need to stand right here. And it took me, like, two minutes to get into the right place. Gotcha. Um, I heard there is like kind of like sidle controls. I just don't know how to do them. Like I, I didn't look up the controls. So there's ways to like move slightly over to the left or the right. Um, but I'm not sure how, how you do that. Um, but I tell you what, solving like the straight up line puzzles is, is really good. <laughs> Cause Did you, you ever beat it. Yeah. I don't remember if you beat it. I didn't not. do like the, I didn't beat the challenge, which is like the extra thing you can do, which is the only timed thing in the game, which is like nutso. Not so difficult to do. Yeah, I'll never do that. No, I and, and like if, the thing is, look at that game. If, if you didn't do it when you were playing the game, you can't go back and do it. I never finished The Witness, and Ange's like, we should finish that game. And I was like, the last time we played it, I you fell asleep after five minutes, <laughs> five minutes, and left me alone to tackle these stupid puzzles. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I put like a hundred hours in that game. I beat, I beat the. I beat all of the areas and and everything. Yeah, like I gotta that. go back to that. Um, but the thing with the the. The challenge is this thing where, like, they time you, um, and it gives you, like, kind of, like, little sections that are all, like, the different puzzles from the game. And you have to beat that. It's, like, it's like six minutes. Um, and it, I couldn't beat it when I was, like, in, in like, over my head in, in Witness. Like, when I was, like, beautiful-minding Witness puzzles, like, on my, like, TV screen. You know, like, like drawing in, like, like... Um, finger grease like the answer to puzzles on my tv uh i definitely can't do it now because i my mind is not built that way an, anymore but um yeah it's cool that it's there and, and and again it's been it's it was only reason i bought it was because hey i wanted to see what it was like and I, and and how much was it 10 bucks it's not bad 
No, for a hundred hour game, it's not bad I at mean, all. The witness is the witness is good stuff. Yeah, it was, it's so funny because like, I was reading the reviews of it on iTunes, and people are like, people who didn't know that it was like a console game, were like this game is this is a nice little puzzle game. It's fine. It's no Monument Valley. I want something deep like Monument Valley if I'm gonna get a puzzle game on iOS. I'm like, Monument Valley is a great game, but it takes like six hours, three hours to beat. This game is a hundred hours long. Um, but, uh, but it's, yeah, it's cool that it exists. So it's been a lot of handheld mobile stuff for me. I'm definitely gonna jump into golf story for sure. I love golf story. Um, that's one of those ones. Like, I feel like it's this year's Stardew. Um, it might not be as long. It's, it's, it's definitely not as long as Stardew Valley. (laughs) Um, but like, it's got that charm to it. Mm -hmm. Also, Stardew Valley comes out on the switch today when you're listening. Oh yeah, it is. That's right. It is. Yeah. Yes. Megs is super excited about this because now you can marry your friends in the game. And what? Yeah, you can marry your friends. <laughs> Wait, a I got... Wait a second. Wait a second. I have a memory popping up. Kelsey. Yeah. Did you ever get with what's his face, goth boy? <laughs> no, I didn't. I gave up. I oh, no. <laughs> turns out the asshole guy was just an asshole. That's what it turns out. <laughs> all along, he wasn't a bad boy with a good heart like all the movies talk. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Not like real life, where every guy who's an asshole outwardly is always a really nice guy. So, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, no, Switch is like my platform of choice right now. Um, it, I, I'm so excited for Mario. I cut off Sam. Sam, I Sam, I cut oh, you off. Sorry, Sam. Go ahead. Oh, you're talking no, about Meg's being super excited. Yeah, she's excited. I got in trouble because I asked if you could then go and break up your friends' marriages, and she didn't like that. So. Can you? I don't know. I'm willing to I'll play find, if I'm, somebody's going to get I, married and I can try to break them up. I'll find out. I'm going to play this game now. Yeah, yeah. Everyone the, um, should play this game. It'll be fantastic. Yeah, it's not launching uh, with the multiplayer, though. Oh. Uh, yeah, that's right. It's coming in a patch it, later. It's coming in a patch later. It will be first on console on Switch, though, the multiplayer. Uh, it's going to launch in a beta on PC, I think, next month or something like that. Um, but oh. yeah, that game is excellent. And it's perfect for the Switch. I don't want to set any alarms off or anything, but Mario comes out in 20 days. It's true. Not only Mario, Mario and Wolfenstein come out in 20 days. I'm picking up two games at the same time. Like I'm 20. <laughs> Fiscally responsible dad. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's... this. We got, I think... Well, less than a week is Mordor. Oh, yeah, the, that game. The ninth is Mordor. And then the 13th, Sam, right, is Woo-hoo! Evil Within 2? Yes, yeah. actually, I mean, if you pre-order online um, and you're in Central Time Zone, you get to play it at 11 p.m. on Thursday, I believe. Uh, which a is cog what I'm going in to the machine do. is what you yes. are, Sam. Congratulations. Um, thank you. As there, like there will be a live days. stream at that point of me playing cool. Evil Within 2 until I get too tired and have to go to bed. So. Okay. And also, just uh, FYI, um, Cody and I are planning to be doing um, horror game streams uh, Friday nights throughout October, basically because we have a Friday the 13th, and we have to play Friday the 13th on Friday the 13th. So, we figure might as well just fill the month. I'm just going to bring up something right now. <laughs> I'm going to bring up something right now. Huh. So, like, I go missing off... Bobby and I go missing off the show, and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden... There's horror game streams popping up mm-hmm. all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> not hey, even as just like a one-off. Not even as like no. a one-off thing. As a continuing series. Yes. And also, there's a new Destiny series going on. Yes. With an insanely familiar sounding title. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
I mean, when you have a good thing going with titles She's like that, you. you have to stick with it. I mean, yeah. you inspired us, Justin. Sam is the new Justin. That's what they tell us. It's <laughs> literally yeah. a conversation I had with Sam. <laughs> I know. Not even 24 hours well, ago. Well, she really took that to heart. I mean, we pretty much have the same hair. So, I mean, I think we're halfway there. Um, well, yeah, so Sam is essentially doing Monster Closet with Sarah. Yes. It's essentially right. the exact same concept. <laughs> Not really. We don't, we don't talk together. It's, it's completely surprise for her. And then she's just left to her own devices to survive whatever <laughs> I give her. So, but like I said, you can never have too much horror. So that's true. No, that's we've got true. that. Uh, we've got, true. I'm going to be doing horror games for ladies choice through all of October. I might run out of horror games. You guys, Shocked I don't even over. know. It's You're not going to run out of horror games. There are plenty of them. I'm excited about Amnesia, which the PS Plus game that I think is out now. So, yeah. Oh, wow. That game is really scary, Sam. I'm excited for it. It's really scary. But it's also one of those games where you can't fight back. Yes. So it's like the Outlast type of thing. Let me tell you, I I cut it from my list because I I was so excited about my other games. But I did play the first Outlast. Um, It had been free on Steam, so I bought it previously. Uh, I played the Outlast 2 demo, and that part where you're in the cornfield and trying to run, I hated it so much. I'm like, I'm never going to play this fucking game ever. Uh, but then You I are like, the new Justin. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I Outlast isn't very scary. Outlast 2 okay. is not very scary. It is a frustrating video game. Well, let me tell you, Outlast 1, I played it just because I needed something. It's going to be Ladies' Choice next week. I had so much fun with that game, you guys. It was fantastic. Um, it made me scream. So it's, I mean, it Kelsey. wasn't as bad as I thought. It made me I scream. I loved it. I, yes. <laughs> I mean, if, if a horror game makes you scream, it's doing its job right. So. Yeah. People who like horror, Justin, they like the scare. Yes. They like to scream. That's the point. Masochists. <laughs> I, I see no fun in that at all. Yeah. Kelsey so is not, funny, a, yeah, Kelsey not a fan of the horror games. Kelsey, most people don't like crying. I love crying. I also love I love screaming and I love crying. So I love if a game makes me cry. I mean, yeah, it really exactly. gets you. So yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what I love? What the feeling of loot when yeah. you open chests and you get it. Seeing aliens' heads explode into <laughs> and their a souls, beam of light and their souls slither out of their body into the ether. That's the stuff I love a good going. headshot as well. So. Yeah, there are very good headshots. I'd say I'm well rounded. Yeah, no, it's Sam definitely. Sam just doesn't like walking and talking. Slow walking. <laughs> I heard the raid wasn't for you, Sam. Oh, my God, you guys. Um, let me first say I love my team. I had a fantastic team. Everyone was great. I had so much fun playing with them and just having the team dynamics. Um, but when it, when you get down to it, it turns out I'm a quitter, you guys. Um, <laughs> I'll play something for about 30 minutes. If I'm getting frustrated, I'm just going to quit and go do something else. So we were trying this raid and... We were in the same spot for probably about three hours, and I was just like, oh my god, how long are we going to keep doing this? But everybody was so friendly and encouraging, and we weren't getting better each time. And I'm like, I don't want to be the one to break up the party here, but I just felt so bad about it. And then like the longer I played, I was like getting frustrated that I was like still playing. Like I wasn't even upset about the game anymore. I'm just like, why am I still playing this? Um, <laughs> so I, I thanked everyone, but told them I didn't didn't want to do that anymore um so they got a replacement last week cody said they're short this week so i mean i said i would fill in for a couple of hours like two hours is my limit because i mean i had fun with it at first i just can't i don't have the durability to last what was the only section that what was the section that you did did you do more than one section or was it just the dogs 
well, we did the, there was the first part before that that we okay, did, and yeah, that was right. fine. But then, yeah, it was the dogs. So. All right, so I'm going to explain some Destiny stuff so people know what we're talking about here. No, so don't give any don't spoilers. Go too much no, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to get spoiled. Oh, that's right. That's nobody right. nobody needs, they can look it up if they want to. So. Yeah. It but just yeah. set up, the, the raid is set up in a much different way than other raids. Okay. I'll, I'll say, like, you there there is like a main hub area it's the first raid where you are returning to area oh, like interesting there is a main okay. hub area that you're entering in and out of a oh, lot okay. uh, like at least four to five times interesting okay um and i won't spoil any of the mechanics but there is an area that i know where sam was getting frustrated it was the dogs right yep okay yep. Yeah, so there's this, there is a part where a lot of people were getting frustrated it's a stealth sequence it's, right? a, it's the stealth sequence um is it better what, or worse than the than the Gorgon maze, it depends. Your first time, like the Gorgon maze, was just don't get seen. Right. This there's there's a component to it that oh, you okay. have to figure out. Right. Um, Better or worse than being led by Jackie to the Gorgon maze, who'd done the raid seven times and still had no <laughs> idea where she was going. I saw, I saw Jackie. I had lunch with her today. Oh really? Could possibly be the worst raid leader in existence. <laughs> um, I would I would say it is your first time through. It is gonna be worse. Yeah yeah. Um. It took my it took my group I think like the same like about two to three hours to beat it for the first time. We did it day before yesterday in like six minutes. Mm. So like once wow. you figure it out, mm. you're good, right? Um, and your like your power level comes into mm. into, into fat into factor there as well. Um, like it's a good it's like without I forgot you you don't want to be spoiled. Um, yeah, it's like 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 I said in the middle of raids for me. Vault of Glass is. is the one true king and always will be um because i i found that it was a my first love of, <laughs> in destiny like your first raid is the one that i i think like stands out the most it's probably the one i played the most and then like the the last one that they did king's um, fall no it was um wrath of the machines oh, wrath of the machines right was I, or rise of the machines i forget no rise of the machines is the movie yeah that's that's tournament movie yes yeah. so it's wrath of the machines <laughs> uh i found that one to be really fun as well but i only i think i think i only beat it once Hmm. Um, but this one, I, I think like this one like falls in the middle. I haven't decided if it's better or worse than King's Fall. Gotcha. There's uh, I only played the first two. I played Vault of Glass and Crota's Bane. What is it called? The second one? Um, Crota, Crota, Crota's, Crota's Ends. No. Why can't I remember the name of this? We just always called it Crota. Okay. Why can't I think of what the damn raid is called? <laughs> oh shit, that's gonna bother me. <laughs> um, um, I will say this. It's the most mechanics-heavy raid that they've ever done by six miles. Right. It there is combat, but a lot of the the, the encounters that you have to pass is almost strictly puzzle-based, mm. um, which makes it way different than any of the other raids. Gotcha. Crota's end. Crota's uh, end. That's right. The, so what I'll say about my raiding experience in Destiny is. The first time we tried to do Vaults of Glass, which was two extra lives ago, with Jackie as the leader. Oh, God. <laughs> we didn't get through it. Um, I wonder why. Uh, mostly because it took us so long to get through one of the parts. A couple of people were like, oh, that's not, that's not the end of the raid? Like, we, there's more? I'm like, yeah, we're, we're like halfway through it right now. So we had to stop. We didn't finish it. And then the second time was this past extra life. I did it with you guys. Um, and like... The, Vault of Glass was fine because I already knew most of it already so it was I was like okay and then we got to the end and it was fine or whatever Crota's End first of all we were one person down or whatever but Crota's End was like no fun for me because it was just all of you guys being like no go here stand here do this 
And I'm like, why? You guys just stand there and do this. That was basically <laughs> that was basically the entire raid for me. Well, to be fair, it was like 12, 12 something at night. At that no, point. of course. I know. But I'm saying like that's why I'm looking forward to doing this kind of blind, even though it's going to be really frustrating. Because at least when I have my first experience with it, even if I don't finish it, just be like I'm experiencing it the way people experience it the first time they play it. Because I've never had that with a Destiny raid before. I, is the coolest um, setting... I I think even beating the Vault of Glass is setting hmm. for a raid, and they did some some like nice things with Destiny Two where they've like increased cinematics, hmm. and so there is a really great. I think I feel okay spoiling this. Um, it's not really a spoiler. It's the header of my Twitter profile right now. <laughs> when you go into the raid with a group, it shows you your all your ships flying in. Oh yeah, yeah, I've into seen the that. thing, yeah. and then it like drops you off, and then your characters, all six of them, walk up, and the camera is to their back, like looking forward at the entrance to the raid yeah and like i immediately did a snapshot of that like okay i need to have this printed and put on a wall somewhere because you're you're looking it's like all right well like you know there's andy and there's nick and there's mike and there's me and there's alan like uh, this is our raiding group this is my raiding group for the last like three years Mm -hmm. um it's cool so yeah it was like that that was a really cool thing destiny is really good like destiny 2 is really good at making you feel those moments where it's like i did that thing with those guys those guys are my friends I'm going to like, I'm going to remember, like, I remember doing that with those guys. Mm-hmm. Like it's good at those things. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited to one day play it again. <laughs> one day. Hey, how's near going? I haven't, I haven't played near yet. Yeah, I know. How's that whole, I'm going to have this, all this free it's time. It's been two weeks, Justin. I'm going to have all this free I time. I played through all of Metroid basically in that time. You're never finishing near. I will. Cause that's why we're, we talked, we talked about game of the year a little bit. Oh, that's right. And we're going to, we're going to push it to the first week in February. So that we all have time to play through everything. I don't know about all you guys, but I'm pretty good on what's what I have to play. You didn't play Persona. I started Persona. Okay, but you didn't play it. It's a hundred and something hour. Okay, hundred well, something hours long. Stop acting like you're all like. First of all, you didn't finish Persona. No, I didn't. <laughs> I did put fifty hours into it though. Did you put fifty? Yeah. It was pretty good. Yeah. How'd you do on Horizon? Horizon is Horizon and Nier are the two games that I are in my backlog. I feel like you got one more back there, and I can't remember which no, one it it's is. No, really only those two. Only those two. Horizon and Nier are the two that are like in my backlog that I need to play through before we do Game of the Year. Hey, Kelsey and Sam. Yeah. How's, how far are you guys along in Breath of the Wild? Have either of you played it recently? Uh, no. Sam just shaking her head. Uh, no. Sam, no, Sam, nobody can see that. <laughs> no, I'm shaking my head no. Uh, so like at the about a month ago, I took my little trip and that was the last time I played it. I was just like, I, I don't know. I have no desire to go back and play it right now. Like, I've reached a point where Do I feel like... Do you not like it? It's, it's fun when I'm in it, but, like, I've reached a point where I feel like I just have to Google everything to feel like where to go next, what should I be doing here, where am I missing, and I'm just like, I don't have the energy for it. So, I just, I don't know. I haven't had the desire to play it right now. Okay. Yeah. Kels? I mean, my tip about Breath of the Wild is, like, if, even if you have that instinct don't do that because that's like not the fun of the game like the game isn't about like an a to b to c situation you know yeah but i don't um, want to wander around for hours no i mean i'm just saying like i, I think that if you're not enjoying the game just yeah. looking up where stuff is is not going to bring you enjoyment from, yeah. from the game you, you only know? have to do that if you fail spectacularly at walking around like i did yeah justin was very bad <laughs> at walking around <laughs> he was like i don't understand i've been playing for 50 hours i've only found 20 shrines i'm like Justin, i don't know how that's possible <laughs> <laughs> I'm a unique individual. <laughs> See the statue outside. Kelsey, how much time have you put into Breath of the Wild? 
I don't even know. Like, I, I'm into the game, but I think there, I'm stuck. Okay, I'm stuck, cat, like, looking for um, meat. I haven't played since I spoke about it last. So, I, I think, like, the dauntingness of the amount of things I need to do is making me procrastinate. I'm like that with everything. It's like eventually I'll go back to it. I have been, it's been on my mind lately because I finished Metroid and I'm like, oh, I should go back, whatever. But like, I think it's the procrastination part of me is like, oh, but you have to find that raw meat so you can make that thing for the old man so you can get your coat. <laughs> so, so I've been like pushing it off. Video games. We're going to have to come up with a list. The things they make us say. Yes. <laughs> we have to come up with a list in our in our chat. Oh, for, for like games that everyone wants to play? Games you have to play. Yeah, definitely. For sure. Um, or games you have to put enough time into to know whether or not it's going to be a game you're really going to like or not. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll tell you the game that I'm most worried about not getting through that's new that's coming out is Mordor. That's the one I'm most worried about. Yeah, I... Because it's coming out in a weird like middle time where there's too much stuff coming right on its tail and I'm still playing a bunch of stuff that I haven't finished yet. So I, I feel like it's going to get squeezed. Um, I'm, I'm debating whether or not I should buy that game and play it quick. Like play it like I did Mordor. Like, mm. You told me to play Mordor for game of the year when yeah. we first did the show and yeah. I beat it in like a week and a half. Right. And like I feel like that's something I could do right now because mm. like I'm kind of at it like I'll, I'm at the end of the content with Destiny. Mm-hmm nothing's coming out mario's not and wolf aren't coming out until the 27th so it's like i could play this game for like two straight weeks and probably platinum it if i want to right but then i know that that goddamn target sale is coming oh yeah that always does yeah but then i'm gonna have mario and wolf and um whatever else is coming out like call of duty's campaign and if any of us are going to take a look at assassin's creed which is supposedly shaping up to sound pretty good i just don't care i know but what, if, it, but what if it's assassin's a, creed but what if it's a really good assassin's creed if i hear it's really look it has to be more than just a really good assassin's creed game what if i it's... played very good assassin's creed games okay <laughs> syndicate was a very good assassin's creed game and it still wouldn't have made a list for me you know that's fine i mean if, if people are like oh my god it's amazing i'll play it i'll try it i'll see what what, what it's all about but I, I mean i am probably gonna pick up shadow next week when it comes out and play through it and then find some other game that i could buy <laughs> for something when that target sale comes around yeah i mean there's a lot of games I, I i'm not worried about stuff like call of duty because like if if i'm just i'm mostly just play the campaign that will take me five hours yeah you know to play, that stuff's fast play the campaign i mean I'm, I'm sorry about the battlefront campaign for sure oh, that's right. um but again it's a shooter campaign so it's like it's not gonna be very long so i'm not super concerned about that speaking of battlefront yes sam have you played did you end up playing a little bit she's Wrinkling her nose, so nobody I think can that see, means no. Sam, nobody can see that. <laughs> yes, um, I played some of the beta. Um, okay. If you speak I, bad about this right now, I'm going to get upset. I was not blown away with right, what's available sure. currently in the beta. Um, You're no longer the new Justin, Sam. Yep, no, I know. I mean, <laughs> it, it's so close, and then I just com- go completely off the rails. Um, yeah. So the... There's the Galactic Assault, which I think is what they showed at E3. And okay. so I, I played that. And it's just like, I don't know what's happening. I don't know what we're supposed to be doing. And it lasts a really long time. Then there was the, like, uh, you're flying the ships. And in Battlefront 1, I actually got decent at flying. And I was like, that was the first game that I've ever been okay in flying. And I was just like, this is fantastic. I love it. Um, 
but this version of flying is not good for me. I don't understand what's different. Well, okay, I know part of what's different. Uh, in the first one, I had like evasive maneuvers where I could do a little roll and try to get out of the way when someone was locked on me. And that's not really an option here. So just they people- They took that away? I, I'm not finding how to do it. Maybe it's there and I'm just missing it. I don't know. Um, but I just, missiles lock on me and there's no way for me to get away. So mm. I, it is neat because it seems like I don't know, like you're flying and then you're upside down and it just goes really well. Like I would not want to play this in VR. I would get really sick, but like just the way you flip like what's up uh, seems really cool. Um, and then they've got a strike version where uh, you're at Maz Kanata's place and someone is guarding this artifact and we were on the team that was trying to get in there and steal it. Uh, and it was pretty hard to get in there. They had it locked down. But, like, that was the most fun that I had with it. And I can see, like, once they open it up and have the different types of modes, I think it'll be a lot more fun. Um, but right now, I was just like, I kind of played all that this afternoon. And there's an arcade mode as well, which there's just, like, a time limit where you have to shoot as many enemies as possible. Uh, and then there's, like, a team version of it where you're, you've got uh, AI helping you. But like I've, I played through all the content right now and I'm just kind of like, eh, I, I guess I think I'm done for now until the game comes out. Um, I'm really excited about the campaign and I'm excited to have uh, maybe more traditional uh, multiplayer things like maybe like control points or like we're used to go have to capture the pods and do stuff like that. Just like stuff where it, it seems more clear what we're supposed to be doing and I don't know. But uh, I wasn't, I wasn't, I'm disappointed that I wasn't more excited by it. So. Hmm. I mean, it's funny because for me, like, I just, I don't care about the multiplayer. Like, I just, I'm excited there's a campaign. Yeah, me too. That's really all for me. I, I mean, you know, like, the campaign I, will I, be I, amazing. Yeah, it seems great. I mean, I was, I was, I thought Battlefront 1 was fine. You know, I, I didn't ever, like, f fall in love with it. It was very good. I know you loved it. It was very good. We had a, we had a heated debate <laughs> about it, that game of the year year. I remember to get it off that top 10 <laughs> terrible the game was really good so yeah like I, I mean uh, they, they've showed like they have graphs showing like this is how much content we had in battlefront one yeah. yeah and it's like dwarfed by the amount of content they have in I, battlefront two i do love that they're selling it on like look really, how bad we, our game was yeah we really screwed you the first time guys we really <laughs> look, how, look, look how little we gave you for 60 bucks look how much we're giving you now yeah um <laughs> but whatever like I really enjoyed the multiplayer in that. So I'm a, I'm stoked for the campaign, Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm really excited for that multiplayer. I'm like, act like very excited. I'm not playing the beta for two reasons. One, because I feel like I can wait. And two, because I have no idea where my receipt is with the beta code. <laughs> so it's actually, it opens up, um, the open Friday. beta starts on Friday. Oh, cool. Noted star Wars fan. Our dear friend, Matt <laughs> mm -hmm. had no idea about any of this. Oh, really? Had no idea. Looks like, like, what, 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 the, fake fan. I, I mean, I didn't want to say it out loud, but I kind of have to call him out on yeah. this. I'm like, how do you not know about this? It's Star Wars. Well, by, the, by this point, Matt can't see or hear because his hair is covering every single <laughs> That boy needs to see a barber. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm looking forward to that game. I, it's one of those games I keep forgetting is coming. I'm like, oh, right, Battlefront this year. I, it's like, it's one of those years where it's just like, it's so nonstop that I also forget that. Like, oh, that's right. That thing I'm super excited about is coming out in like a month. Right. Um, speaking of games that were supposed to come out this year that are not, Red Dead Redemption 2. 
you know uh, what I have to say about that? What? Prequels are bad. <laughs> it prequels is a, are bad. It is a prequel, but it's not following Marston, so it's different. Yeah. Well, a, a, first of all, I never beat Red Dead Redemption because the ending was spoiled for me. So I don't actually, I know what happens, but I don't, like, it's been so long that the details are all fuzzy. Like, I don't even really remember everything that all these people, but like, I just, I hate prequels. As far as I know, it's not a lot really, it's like the same gang, but it's, it's the like, same gang, yeah. but it's not like a direct prequel. No. We don't even know if John's going to be in the game. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, hey, like, it's a Rockstar game, so A, it's going to look real nice. Yeah, the trailer have looked a very nice. ton of production value, and uh, I'll be there day one. Here's my prediction. It's gonna look great. I'm gonna be, but in my mind, I'm gonna go. You know what? I never really. I'm into these games. I play them a little bit. I don't. And, I, and I'm just gonna. I'm not gonna play this one. I'm not gonna get caught by the hype. A week before it comes out, everyone's the reviews are gonna come out. They're all gonna be tens. Everyone's gonna be talking about it. I'm like, maybe this will be the one. This will be the one that I finally love. I'll buy it. I'll play it for three hours and be like, no, I really love this game. Then I'll get to hour ten and be like, I'm done. <laughs> That's what always happens. I think they... we've talked about Grand Theft Auto before. I don't think you and I ever had the Red Dead, uh, the Red Dead one. Yeah, you know, because it's so long before. <laughs> no, but like what I'm saying is like we always talk about like your uh, Grand Theft Auto malaise. Like, yeah, but like <laughs> that that hitting you, and I never even asked you if you played Red Dead Redemption. Well, because we had a lot of fights about Grand Theft Auto Five, so that's why. <laughs> but... Sam, this is the thing that we talked about. I know he mentioned that. I've got to I got to be on the alert for things like this, Bobby. <laughs> About what? what? For what? That I don't like Grand Theft Auto Five? For not giving games their due. I gave it its due. I just said <laughs> I don't personally give a crap about it. We had a top 20 list that we, you and I went to battle over. I know, I know. <laughs> anyway, how come you didn't like Red Dead Redemption? It's the same reason I, I, I kind of don't like the GTA games. I'm like surprised though because I feel like the GTA games are of a setting with like guns and, and like it's like more modern day. But I feel like... The idea of a Western game yes. seems very awesome to me. Um, but the same problem, you know, it's just like the the way that Rockstar does their open world stuff for some reason just does not jive with my sensibilities um, because I feel like their character work and their narrative stuff is so good. Like, and, but then when it's like you meet somebody in the road and like, Oh, pick, pick 80 daisies for me and bring them back. I'm like, I don't I don't want to do this. But you don't have to. I know you don't have to, but you you get like a mission log full of like 7,000 missions and I'm like <sighs> and I'm like I just want to do the the story parts and I also don't want to ride my horse for 20 minutes to get to the story part. Oh, so you don't like scenery is what you're saying. I do like scenery, but I like Sixerian as as I want to take it, it's that slow travel? walking. It's just not cool. A horse <laughs> no, there was faster fast when you started. Enough. Once you got to points, okay. you could go, it's like in the Skyrim thing or whatever. All I know is that I saw a pew pew, pew pew, with the guns. Yeah, and then I saw a train, which made me think that we're gonna rob a train. Yeah, I'm sold. Oh, in the trailer. Yeah, yeah, the train robbery thing. If they do like the heist type of thing, they did GTA Five, which they told trains. Sure. What they're probably gonna do, and they should have multiple probably protagonists. Cool. Probably cool. Which I thought was a really cool thing. Yeah, in yeah. GTA Five. Um, their part for me too was like. I was when I was playing when I was playing Red Dead Redemption. I can clearly remember, I was like in the town, in one of the towns, and I was like, oh, they're like, go talk to this person, and I thought, and I was like, okay, and I walked into like the bank, and I was like, oh, I got to talk to this person. Oh, they're behind the counter. I'll walk behind the counter and talk to them. The moment I walk behind the counter, they're like, you're trying to rob the bank, and then they they like really chasing me around the town <laughs> trying to kill me, <laughs> and and then I got shot to death. I lost money and woke up in my bed. 
Well, first, okay. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna say like <laughs> realism, except for the part where you got shot and then woke up in a bed. Yeah. But like, when I go to the bank and I want to talk to the teller, I don't go behind the teller. I know. I don't go behind the teller glass. I'm not, that's 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 not that's just an anecdote about me playing the game, not not a criticism of the game. Uh, yeah, for me, it's just like what I everything I've heard about the Red Dead story, and I know the ending. I've heard the ending. Sounds amazing, you know, but like I just never I, had the patience I, I to play it. to like, play through those things. Yeah, I like I I almost wish they would just add, like announce like a remastered version of that game or like you can play it back and pat. Yeah, Xbox I don't know one. if I want to do that. I, I think you could actually. It's on um, what's it called? Was it whatever oh, their the, services? The game PS pat, Now game. or whatever. Oh, PS Now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think you can get it there as well. Oh, okay. Um, and I just don't know if I want to do that. I will say though, like they're so good at those moments, like when you get to uh, like when you cross the river. And I think you're riding into Mexico. Oh, the bridge into Mexico. Um, yeah, and you're yeah. just like you're riding your horse, and like that that song comes on. Like very few video game companies pull off that, mm-hmm. and like that is like um like one of those like oh cool that's like moment of like that, that could be a moment of the year list. Right. Like Rockstar is very good at doing that. Like I look forward to seeing like whatever moment that is in this game. Yeah, I look forward to playing it and then not finishing it. I look forward to our battle about it. <laughs> and I'll be like, this game is obviously very good, but I just am not interested in it. But that's always what happens with me. And I actually hate it that it happens with me because I, I because I, I, I always, always really want to like those games. You know, the thing is, I, I was exactly like you. I did the exact <laughs> same thing that you did with all those games. I even did it with GTA 5 on PS3. And then when oh, I yeah, finally, yeah, yeah, yeah. when it came out on PS4, I was like, God damn it, I'm going to sit down and beat one of these games. And then I really enjoyed it. It is now like the best-selling video game of all time, apparently. It's like, like 89 million copies yeah. or something like that. It's absurd, because if you look on the top 10 list every month, it's like number three. Yeah. Number three or four every month for the last four years. The game came out, what, 2013? 13. 13? Yeah. That's crazy. Um, what Kelsey, are you excited about Red Dead Redemption 2? No. <laughs> Kelsey's the new Bobby. <laughs> I was I was gonna make that joke. I thought about it the whole time you were talking. Kelsey, how's Destiny going? <laughs> okay. That's what I thought. Oh man. Ah, wait when they're that's right. I said yeah, what? I uh I did go to lunch with Jackie today. Jackie is 280 power level and playing Destiny when no one can see her. I know. I know. Literally the worst. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, why won't you even play with me? <laughs> Let me know you're on so I can play with you. Yep. No. No. <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't think... because my, my friend Brad asked me, he's like, is Jackie playing Destiny? Because like, I really want to play with her. And I was like, I haven't seen her on. And then I looked on the app and I was like, she's 270 light. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Sam, what about you? Are you going to play Red Dead when it comes out? Um, to be determined. I don't. That's a fair answer. I don't know. She doesn't want to further take herself away from being a new Justin. So I'm she, so not she's trying to like right now. Careful with her words. Um, I I played a tiny bit of the first one earlier this year. I got it. Mm-hmm. I think I only played like two hours, and I didn't like the shooting in it. It was very difficult and. I mean, I like shooting things, so if the shooting's not good, it's it's kind of hard to keep me engaged. Definitely. So, um, she likes shooting things. The the I don't know hardly anything about the story. So the trailer I watched, I'm like, I don't know who any of these people are. I can't tell yeah. who's a good guy, who's a bad guy. I don't know who I'll be playing as. Yeah. I yeah, saw yeah. a woman who looked badass, and I was like, Ooh, do I get to play as her? Because that would be a good selling point. But otherwise, I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I'll just wait and see what happens. Yeah, that would be a first for a rockstar game playing as a woman yeah 
I I bet you GTA Six has a woman protagonist. Like I I really think they should stick with the multiple protagonist thing for as long as they can. It would be cool if you could cool. play as all members of this crew. Yeah. And if there's a badass lady in the crew, awesome. But yeah. I bet you I, I one of their the games. Shit out of that. <laughs> oh, of course. Kelsey comes out of nowhere. I'll play that. <laughs> Kelsey, I never, you could be a I've woman. Never been interested you could be a woman it. titan in Destiny. That's true. I, I was gonna say that Sam reminded me of something. The other reason why I often bounce off Rockstar games is because um, GTA Five is the flat like, GTA Five the mechanics were decent, but like um, the driving and oh shooting in both the GTA and um, uh, Red Dead game are not good. <laughs> Like, all right, that's fine. You that's know, fair. like GTA Five, it's much better. It's, it's better. It's much more 5. competent. I don't. I honestly, shooter. I don't remember Red Dead Redemption shooting very much. Um, but like the, I always always boggled my mind that a game that was about stealing cars had terrible driving mechanics. It was horrible. I hated that game so much. I could not drive <laughs> at all. I couldn't do any of the missions. I was just like, this is horrible. I hate it. Mm. And I remember GTA Four really got me because it had like terrible checkpointing, so you could play like a chase mission for yeah. like five to ten minutes and then if you f- did one wrong turn it was like oh sorry you failed go back to the beginning and now you go back to the beginning of the mission go back to your your house and you have to go back in a car go find the mission again and go start it again the worst driving i've ever experienced in an open world game uh was the first frick what's that game called watchdogs oh yeah yeah the worst <laughs> driving i've ever i actually stopped playing watchdogs because of the driving because hmm. i was doing like 110 down the street as one does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I stepped on the brake and the car's physics were like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> and I hit like 75 pedestrians <laughs> and it was like, well, you failed this mission because you killed too many innocents. Uh, it was like, what do you want me to do? Like, yeah. it, oh, it was so bad. Yeah. What I liked about like LA Noir is that you get in the car and they're like, do you want a, your partner to drive to the objective? Like, yes. yes, I do. I definitely so don't want literally to... nothing on the way. Yeah, I don't want to do any driving in this game. That game's coming back out. On the Switch. On the Switch. Weird. Yeah. And also the new consoles. Also PS4 yeah. and Xbox One. I think, it's, I think it's really weird, though. It's coming out on the Switch. It is really weird. That is a Switch. game with full frontal nudity. It's true. <laughs> on a Nintendo platform. Like, you... That's not an awkward thing I'm saying. <laughs> that is a game, like... Because when that game came out, I remember, like, a lot of the thing was about it was, like... Yeah, there was, like, full frontal female nudity in this game. And I don't know if there was male as well, but, like, there was a dead body on the ground that was just naked. And, like, in other video games, they usually cover some of that stuff up and and um and this one they did it and they were like it wasn't sexualized or anything but it was like this is a dead body mm-hmm. and i don't think nintendo's ever had any nudity on their platforms oh i have no idea but like i, I don't think so like how many m-rated games are there well not definitely not the last couple of console generations definitely not. but yeah I, like okay like would there and then but then you're going back to like n64 gamecube days and yeah. i don't think there was anything on that so like i don't know like for me that's like nintendo's like entering a whole another territory now <laughs> Um, like what else are we going to see on there? Doom. That's right. Doom. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So yeah, I, I, the trailer, the trailer as, as, as like a cut together cinematic thing, the trailer was really cool, but the game itself, I don't know if I'm going to, if I'm going to be excited about it or not, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. You'll feel the hype. You'll buy it. And then you'll get upset. That's exactly it. right. That's exactly what's going to happen. You'll feel the hype. But if the shooting is good and the riding the horse is good, then I might be more inclined to enjoy it. Riding a horse is overrated. I think I rode a horse in Zelda for all of like six minutes. Yeah, but Zelda's different than Red Dead Redemption. It's true. Um, Red Dead Redemption is probably better. Uh, than Breath of the Wild. Whoa! I can't. I can't you didn't. Know. You didn't beat Red Dead Redemption. You beat Breath yeah, of the because Wild because it was spoiled for me. 
It's like, I know where all <laughs> this is going. Oh. Well, we'll have that, that discussion on another day. Another day. Another day. Um, but I think uh, we've talked enough about video games and our lives for now. Um, if you want to follow us on Twitter, it's at talking underscore games. Um, or you can go to uh, iTunes and leave us a review, please, 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 if you haven't. And also subscribe to the podcast on whatever podcast service that you might use. Send us an email, games at talkingcomicbooks.com as well. If you have any longer form questions or anything you want to ask us. Um, my personal Twitter is at Bobby Shortle, Justin. Jarok, J-O-R-O-A-K. Sam. S-K-S-U-V-A-K. And Kelsey. Kel K-E-L-S-S-A-M-U-S. Do I have to now say Hughes and Matt's Twitter so I don't get yelled at by everybody? Yes. Don't be rude. <laughs> well, no, it's just if you say one, you have to say the other as well. That's yeah, the you were thing. so rude. <laughs> you weren't on that show. There was a show where I said... I know, I listened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I listened to the show when I'm not on it. Okay. Were you offended, Justin, for me? No, I wasn't offended about that. This whole... This whole fuck Mary... Wow. This whole wow. fuck Mary kill thing. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like... I don't put my foot down very often. <laughs> but that shit's stopping right now. No, I don't care. That's Kelsey. That's all Kelsey's That's joke. Kelsey and Hugh. I leave the show and all of a sudden there's like it's mostly sexual Kel- things about Sonic happening. It's, it's mostly no. Kelsey. Okay. No, no. Let me defend myself. Okay, go ahead. I did it one time when we called for questions and I wanted to throw in a little spice. Hugh put it in the document every week and forced me. <laughs> I can't wait. Different. I can't wait until Hugh is listening to this tomorrow because he's a good soldier. Also listens to the mm-hmm, podcast. true. And he's going to hear the exact moment that Kelsey just completely sold his ass out. Yeah, I threw him right under the bus. <laughs> like, this is Hugh's fault, and I had nothing to do with it. That is uh, H underscore Paz on, on Twitter. Also, Matt is at Johnny Mattwood. Johnny Mattwood, yeah. I, that's like, Matt is a very interesting fella, um, because his Twitter is Johnny Mattwood, but his email is like his whole name. And so I often send emails to Johnny Mattwood at gmail.com. And that doesn't go to him or to anyone, I don't think, because that's not his email address. <laughs> um, uh, he started a new podcast recently, too. Uh, I'm on it on it. Friday. Oh, it's this Friday? Yes. It must have been hard to figure out because you recorded that like six months ago. Yeah, it was a long time ago. <laughs> uh, Bendis Assembled. With, they're, they're doing a daily podcast where they go through every single issue of the Brian Michael Bendis Avengers run. Which is very good because I like Brian Michael Bendis a lot. Yeah, no, you do love... And you love that Avengers run, too. That Avengers run real good. Um, you don't have to say it in a combative way. I also like Brian Michael Bendis. I wasn't saying in a combative <laughs> way. We've been apart for too long. <laughs> um, Kelsey, also, you're, uh, you wrote a review, right, of Metroid? For, uh, I did. Yeah. yeah, for the video game website that's um, in Montreal, Girls on Games. It's on my Twitter, but um, if you go on the website, girlsongames.ca, it's there. It's uh, on the front page. Cool. Oh, yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Um, and Sam is, she's mentioned a bunch of her videos. She is a nonstop video machine over at youtube.com slash talking games videos. Yes. So, I have more videos I need to work on. I'm so excited videos. about videos. Holding down the fort while I have a baby. So I'll be back soon. There'll, there'll be another video. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to figure it out. <laughs> I'm going to have to like do it at work, like after work, bring my console to work. And, uh, We'll continue Monster Closet. We will. When the, the time is right. Yeah, soonish. 
Yes. In a couple of weeks, we'll definitely we'll definitely get get back. We'll going. get back. We'll get back in the flow. Get back in the flow. Um, I also bought Cuphead, which I think you and I should play together. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that'll be fun. Yeah, that game's real hard. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Looks real hard. We, I don't even know why I bought it. We both react very well to very hard games. Oh, God. <laughs> um, especially if we're playing them and recording them as a video, <sighs> it'd be ultra smooth for that to happen. But uh, I know Q did a what is for Cuphead. Um, it's up. It's up right now. Real nice looking game. It's a real cool looking game. Yeah, I'm excited to play some of it. Uh, but yeah, there's a ton of stuff up up on, on the YouTube channel. Um, get back in the swing of things pretty soon. Here for myself. I don't know. I have to find a new new thing. A new thing because I think like the I can't really play PUBG anymore at my house <laughs> with people on chat because it's tough to do that. When well, you can use can't you use um text chat on the PC. But that is not really gonna That's work. That's not really gonna work. <laughs> there's someone coming. I'm already dead by the time I finish naming it. <laughs> Actually, I don't think there's text chat on that PC. I think you're right, actually. I don't think there is. I've never seen it, so you're probably um, right. The, but I think I'll probably start doing more streams of that again when it comes to Xbox, because then I can bring that console around to places and, and easy and more easily stream it. I can play with you. Yeah, it's true. You can. You can finally get on that train, right, as it's already way left the station. <laughs> Sounds about right. And I want to play some Fortnite, for sure, Battle Royale. I just haven't got a chance to jump into it One yet. million people have played that game. Yeah, I know. I saw that. That's kind of insane. Yeah. Same. It's a big appetite for it on, I think, on consoles right now because of the fact that it's been talked about so much. Who the hell would have guessed that Fortnite would have been the one to do it, though? N- nobody. Because <laughs> it's not at all that game. It's a, it's crazy. Um, but it's cool. It's cool that they, they, cool they did it. I'm I like, can't wait for Madden Battle Royale Madden. next year. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I want like, a, I want like a Nintendo one, which is all Nintendo characters. Can I say something before <laughs> we go? Smash, yeah. Kind of. Yeah, exactly. Kind of. So... Man, it wasn't the last time we podcasted together. Maybe it was like two times before that. You brought up the idea of a MOBA with all Nintendo characters. Mm-hmm. I cannot get the idea out of my head. <laughs> like I cannot get the idea out of my head how perfect it is. And it it is bothering me that it is not real. It might be real one day. One day. I'm like, because I was like, okay, well, they did the shooter. Mm-hmm. They did the fighting game. Mm-hmm. They have Smash Brothers. Yeah. Like this MOBA thing, they should jump on that because they could make the best one. Yeah. All right. I hate you for making them. Though it would, it would, they would, it would you have to jump through 11,000 hoops to play it with people online. It would still be worth it. <laughs> no, it would actually be the best MOBA because you can't talk to other people it's online. True. It's so true. You can't, get, you can't get griefed. It's true. That's very true. It would true. be literally the best. Though if they put some sort of a moat system in it, you'd definitely get griefed anyway. That's fine. Um... So yeah, that's the longest end to this podcast that's ever existed. Uh, that's going to do it for the Tony Games podcast for this week. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Kelsey. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Bobby. And thank you to all of you who are listening. Until next time, be good to one another.